this episode of Curious Conversations, we'll be looking at um, do Muslims and Christians worship the same God? Uh, the Trump card that has totally obliterated the um, Obama era, the social media platforms and how they have a trap door that just lets anybody fall through, and how we are coming on to the 2020 election when 2016 election hasn't even finished yet. This and much more here on the Curious Conversations. I am Zachary Kameen. And these are Curious Conversations. So yesterday, the president slammed social media companies dealing with their crazy censorship. And not just, and by crazy I mean not harsh or strict, but very ambiguous, very vague on their standards, and by that I mean they don't have standards, they just ban people and say that they broke the rules. But, the question becomes, why don't they ban all people to break the rules? Uh, but the president uh, stated on his Twitter feed, I'm continuing to monitor the censorship of American citizens on social media platforms. This is the United States of America, and we have been, or we have what's known as freedom of speech. We are monitoring, watching closely. He also stated about black, or not black, but uh, diamond and silk. The wonderful diamond and silk have been treated so horribly by Facebook. They work so hard and have been um, done to, what has been done to them is very sad and we're looking into it. It's getting worse and worse for conservatives on social media. And so surprised to see Conservative thinkers like James Woods uh, banned from Twitter and Paul Watson banned from Facebook. Uh, outspoken conservative and award-winning um, actor James Woods has been locked out from his massive ac- Twitter account and the accumulated over 2 million followers for over a week now. And the actor's girlfriend, Sarah Miller, has confirmed Daily Wire Mind you, I'm using Daily Wire uh, as my source on here. Uh, Daily Wire reported this earlier this week. Uh, on April 20th, Miller posted a screenshot of the email Woods um, received from the tech platform. Of course, uh, Twitter does not inform its followers. Miller captioned on the photo. The email claims Woods has um, locked out as a account for or violating Twitter's rules for abusive behavior or against abusive behavior uh, the tweet supposedly in violation read as follows if you try to kill the king you better not miss hang them all uh, it goes on Twitter or Trump's messages follows Twitter's announcement on on Thursday that it has banned um, several conspiracy theorists and other political extremists from the platform. The New York Post reported um, Facebook said Thursday that it had banned InfoWars host and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones as well as uh, Paul Joseph Watson who works for the conspiracy site uh, um, Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan and right-wing 
provokers Milo Yiannopoulos and Laura Loomer, uh, who were given um, the boot from Facebook. So, uh, again, this was a, I basically just read the Daily Wire article from Ryan um, Savadra. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name, so forgive me on that. Uh, But this is serious because uh, guys like me and many people like you uh, who are conservative uh, or at least are willing to listen to conservatives are being targeted for um, being associated or being willing to listen to or being willing to share the uh, material of people who think differently. And uh, that's very Orwellian in the sense of uh, very 1984s of convicting people of thought crime. Now, mind you, you're not going to go to jail yet, but, I mean, Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, they are starting to run their platforms like a authoritarian dictatorship where the whims of the center affect the outcome, are outstretched to the perimeter. So, uh, this is a problem when you don't have the word of God to guide your choices. And when you ask Facebook, uh, you know, why, why did you ban these people? Uh, all they'll do is accuse you of uh, being hateful. And in fact, they'll probably watch you more closely by see whether or not they should ban you. So this is very dangerous. It's not a slippery slope. Because for a slippery slope, there has to be a slope um, to be slipped on. And Facebook and Twitter do not even have a slope to slip on. They don't have a foundation. And this is the issue. So it's not a slippery slope. It's a straight dead drop. When I was about 15 or 16, uh... President Obama was running for his first term. Uh, He was a candidate. He was running against uh, the Democratic um, contenders for the primary. And I thoroughly remember uh, listening to his speeches, listening to his promises, listening to uh, his uh, words right in, often writing down uh, what he said, and I remember people talking to me and asking me why I would write down what uh, Obama was saying, and I would tell him, uh, because one, I believe that he's going to be president, two, I want him to be president, um, I'm only 16, but I'm going to encourage my parents to or my mom to vote for him, my brother to vote for him, because they were old enough to vote for him at the time, while I was not. Um, And uh, I want to write it down so that I can keep him accountable. Uh, People thought that this was kind of silly, and I said, well, the reason is I don't trust him. I don't trust any politician. Uh, but uh, this guy is saying things that I agree with the most out of all the politicians that are running, even uh, I think at that time it was uh, J- 
John McCain or yeah, I think it was John McCain. Uh, and I was disappointed because I would the things I wrote down that he promised he did not fulfill. In fact, he in some of them uh, he went the opposite. Um, and I wish I still had that piece of paper. It would be too easy to go back into his uh, old speeches, though, uh, to see what his promises were, what his plans were, and then look at his actual record. Um, This is very important in the sense of uh, when you hear people on the right, especially guys like Andrew Clavin, who make the point that uh, Donald Trump has erased uh, Obama's legacy from uh, the map, basically, from history. Uh, It is because, or it is uh, President Obama's fault. Uh, He's the one who started off his political journey claiming to be one thing, uh, claiming to hold certain views so as to get himself elected, to get himself elected, and then uh, when he became elected, he went against them. Uh, went against his principles, or at least his claimed principles. We may have just seen what his real principles were. Uh, he, you know, he uh, made healthcare more socialized, raised the insurance rates, uh, made us more dependent upon insurance, made us, uh, or forced states to have to uh, allow gay marriage or gay mirage, uh, he, um, liberated a lot of abortion clinics, he loosened up those reins, he went after uh, right-wing groups, he went after churches, uh, with their tax codes, uh, he went, you know, he spied on opposition party members with, uh, the president, uh, he was, not a good president, uh, and believe me, I know good presidences, uh, I'm reading a biography on each president, uh, I know that Thomas Jefferson was not a good president, I know that John Adams was a good president, um, I know that George Washington was an okay president, um, these were all great men, um, of, and certainly of their time. Uh, I think that John Adams was um, a great president of all time. I think that it didn't matter which era he landed in, I think that he could be president now. Uh, So uh, I think that John Adams is the best president we've ever had thus far. Uh, I'm still reading about presidents. Perhaps I'll run into another one. People say that Abraham Lincoln is the best. I'll let you know what I think. I have ten more presidents to go. But I just wanted to touch base with 
uh, it, when when we're dealing with our former president Barack Obama, uh, the man was not a man of his word. He was uh, weak-spined, and he went back on a lot of his promises. Uh, these are things that when you look at uh, Trump, you look at President Trump, who's actually trying to fulfill his promises, fighting to fulfill his promises, uh, doing what he can to fulfill his promises, and not changing his promises. This is one, a breath of fresh air. It is nice to see a president who actually uh, follows through with what he uh, says he's going to do. I don't agree with everything that he said he was going to do, uh, but then again, I don't. I haven't agreed with any president on what they said they were going to do. Uh, so this is encouraging to me. Uh, I definitely see why the the story is that the president has utterly washed away the legacy of Obama. And I think rightly so. He's not the first president this has happened to. He won't be the last, Lord willing. And, Lord willing, uh, we will have better presidents who may even uh, make America even more godly, even more Christian, that uh, we won't even remember that uh, the names of Barack Obama and Donald Trump will be that of, like, James Madison and James Monroe. So we're going into the election of 2020, and we're still talking about the election of 2016, for which... We have uh, the House majority, the Democrats, still crying collusion, even though it has now shown that there has been no collusion. And now we have uh, we have Nancy Pelosi and uh, Chairman Nadler. Uh, both saying that the president is impeaching himself, but that's not how this works. It is the House that has to sign the articles of impeachment, and uh, the president hasn't done anything that is impeachable. If he had certainly uh, done something treasonous, then of course that would be impeachable, but he hasn't, so he's not impeachable. He hasn't done any high crimes or misdemeanors, so again, he is not impeachable. Uh, so, he's not impeachable. That's that's enough to be said there. Uh, and I wanted to make a, one point that kind of made me cranky during the last election, and it doesn't make me any happier with this coming up election, is that last election we had Hillary Clinton and um, now President Donald Trump 
uh, both from New York, both New York uh, politicians, uh, both New York uh, representative people, and I have an issue along with people um, being upset about uh, the election results of 2016, but let's be honest, uh, it's not like Michigan was being represented in the election, it wasn't like Oklahoma was, or anything like that, it was two New York uh, thugs, as it were, um, brawling it out across America, and one it seemed like he was actually happy to be in America in this brawl. The other one, uh, Hillary Clinton, did not so much. Now, this election, uh, it seems like the only two contenders that are going against uh, the president of any, um, with any actual hope of beating the president are uh, two... New England guys as well, so we're still in the New England area for this election. We have the president, who's a New York, uh, who's a New York guy, and then you have uh, Connecticut man uh, Joe Biden, and you have Vermont Vermont guy uh, Bernie Sanders, and. They expect us in the media to be all happy, happy, joy, joy about some of these guys. But, I mean, why would me here in Michigan care about those New Englander guys? The only person that I care about from New England is Tom Brady, to be honest. The Patriots are the only ones that even catch the interest of us over here in uh Michigan, so why should we care about a bunch of uh, 70-plus-year-old guys uh, running against each other from New England here in Michigan? Uh, That being said, uh, it doesn't matter so much about our president now, uh, because he has no real desire to mess with me which is why I voted for him the first time, was he promised to leave me alone. Uh, I don't have a problem electing a guy from New York who says he's going to leave me alone. I have a problem electing a guy from Vermont or Connecticut or a lady from New York who says she's not going to leave me alone or he's not going to leave me alone. I have a problem with that. What's a guy from uh, Connecticut, a lady from New York, or a, la- or a man from uh, Vermont going to tell me here in Michigan about how to live my life? Um, I'm not in Vermont, I'm not in Connecticut, so leave me alone. Uh, I'd rather have uh, Gretchen Whitmer uh, tell me that she's going to do something in my life rather than Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders. Um, I appreciated more Donald Trump who says he's not going to be in my life, which is great. In fact, he lifted up some of the things that were in my life, um, regulations and whatnot that affected my, uh, job, it affected, uh, my employer, 
now that those regulations are lifted, my employer is happier, which means I get paid more, which means I'm happier, which because I get to take care of my family more, and everything's groovy with that. So as I was scrolling through the website of the Gossip Coalition, just looking at some of the articles, I saw one article that was dealing with, do Christians and Muslims worship the same God? Um, it was by J.D. Greer, and I like J.D. Greer, and uh, I didn't watch it, but it definitely, uh, not triggered me, but it definitely got me thinking. Uh, I like J.D. Greer because he doesn't, obviously does not believe, well I shouldn't say obviously, because it's not that obvious anymore, people. Uh, we've got the Catholic Church and the uh, Papists um, claiming that we do worship the same God. A lot of liberal Christians believe that Muslims and Christians worship the same God. <clears throat> I... Um, my understanding is that, no, we do not worship the same God. So, alright, here's, here's my kind of quick uh, response to this. So I was converted uh, about uh, nine years ago by a Muslim who was trying to disprove the scriptures trying to show that they had errors in them, trying to show that uh, they were fallible, and that the Quran was God's true revelation. So, for, um, at the very least, somebody who wants to claim that uh, the Bible is errant, or is, um, full, is full of errors, is, um, on, unrepairably in error, and you can now just cherry pick what you like, knowing that it's going to fail you, that's fallible, uh, that it's corrupted and all that, um, if you believe that God you believe that that's the case, then we aren't worshiping the same God. We have two different ideas of God. Um, that there's the difference between the God who speaks and is heard by his people and is taken seriously by his people and on the belief that um, God does not speak and has not spoken for millennia until, um, and that he's not clear enough to where, um, his people keep corrupting his word to that now he has to, uh, speak to a illiterate, um, man in the Arabian desert. And then finally his people apparently keep that record pure even though the uh, evidence points in a different direction, points uh, to a different conclusion, to 
to a different story. So, uh, we look here, uh, are, do Muslims and Christians worship the same God? Now, it is slightly complicated. I would say this, there are probably some Christians and some Muslims who do worship uh, the same idea, same deity, have the same God in mind when they're worshiping, when they're praying. Um, because there are a lot of sects of Christianity, there are a lot of sects of um, Islam. I would not doubt that there are some Christians and some Muslims who do worship the same God. Uh, and there may be some Muslims who don't know that they're Christians, uh, that believe that Jesus is God, but yet, you know, they never really heard of the term Christianity or whatever, so they still call themselves Muslims or whatever. Sometimes I even uh, joke with my uh, my Muslim or Mohammedan friends and say that Christians are the true Muslims because we are the ones who actually submit to the will of God, which is to believe um, on the Son for salvation. That is the will of God, as the Lord Jesus says. The will of God is to believe in the one whom he sent. He sent the Lord Jesus. Uh, Muslims do not believe what Jesus says in the scriptures. Thus, they are not Muslims, because that is the will of the Father. Uh, but, so, now if we're talking about Orthodox Christianity versus Orthodox Islam, then no, we do not worship the same God. Uh, Islam has a borderline deistic God, uh, if not full-fledged deistic God. The only thing that would keep him away from being totally called a deistic God is that he did send, send his word, his Quran, but even with that, he sent an angel to give it. Uh, so therefore... Uh, the the claim that uh, Muslim so yeah Muslims worship a divine clockmaker a great uh, divine creator but not necessarily a preserver. Christians, on the other hand have a view of God's providence, that God is constantly in the mix, uh, using secondary causes to, um, well, cause everything to continue, um, that God is not simply a first cause, but he is a necessary uh, being for the continuation of existence. Um, and scripture has far more claims about who God is than, uh, than Islam does. Uh, and beyond that, it, or because of that, uh, the God of scripture has a lot more responsibilities laid upon uh, his people. Uh, Islam prides itself on its simplicity. Uh, in part, or in its simplicity of religion, but that is in part due to 
its simplicity of theology. They worship a simple God, um, or a simplistic God. Christians worship a simple God as well. Simple referring to uh, there are no divisions. It's not a complex. He's not divided in any way. Um, in one sense, I would say that Islam or Muslims are their God is simplistic but complex. In other words, we do not know who Allah is. We know His names, and His names are divided, and thus complex. Uh, a Christian God or the Christian God um, is simple. All of His attributes are true at all times. Uh, and without exception. He does not turn off his attributes as he feels fit. Um, this is important, and this is why uh, we worship different gods, a different understanding of gods. Um, the Christian worships the true God, uh, while Islam worships an idol. Nor do we bend bow or spear, nor oil, sword, or shield. No more do we mend plate or chain, nor tighten boot or belt. No more do we love godly wife, nor heed her wise advice. No more do wives submit to one, nor call their husbands lord. No more do fathers raise their sons, nor train to fight dragons. No more do sons learn from their dads, nor honor with their hands. No more do men lift up their glass, nor stand to honor less. No more do men give kiss to cheek, nor think before they speak. But take heart, my friend, we'll learn again the true, the beautiful, and good. You've listened to a pleasant half hour of curious conversations. To continue the conversation online, go to Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and search for Zachary Kameen. To get more from the Curious Christian, go to curiousconversations.blog. And as always, drink some coffee and come to Jesus. <laughs>